1: Hello and welcome to the Vetch Is Up podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Hishby. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you that are just tuning in, the Vetch Is Up podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your three
2: funniest friends.
1: Today we're talking about the debates scary
3: pardons
2: and roger stone let's
1: get into it
2: betches media presents
4: like beer i don't know if you you like beer senator or not Um, mom i want to vape Ah! nude pictures of trump come on now
0: don't
1: mess with me the betches sup
4: podcast
1: how dare you wild (gasps) night wow what a debate night that
3: was! That's so
2: fun. I
3: feel like they must have been soaking up the Vegas energy because yes. you definitely like they're like on this sacred land of Las Vegas and they mm-hmm. and they therefore become like these like rabid dogs yelling at each other. I saw I saw a <laughs> but tweet. It was great. I
2: saw one t- tweet from a reporter, uh, like I think her name is Asma Khalid from mm-hmm. NPR. She was like, "It was really bizarre leaving the debate stage and then you're walking through a casino and people are just like drinking and smoking and playing slots." Mm-hmm. And I was like,
1: "That was the." right energy yeah though, totally yeah. 100 i what think we they saw like picked night.
3: up some of it on their way in yeah mm-hmm. and they were like oh they're like oh i'm going for a f-. it's like a fight night in vegas yeah totally it,
1: it really it really truly was yeah. i i honestly i feel bad for the people who were like you know what i've watched 17 debates already yes. yeah yes. <laughs> but also, but the ones who were like i'm just gonna skip this one uh-huh. i don't need the vegas debate I'm, like, sure,
2: I'm sure they opened up whatever social media they had and was like, what the fuck is happening? Bitch. No, this
3: was not the one to skip because honestly, like friends of mine who have not literally paid attention to one thing so far, were are all like ready to watch. They're mm-hmm. like, they're like, we got to see what Bloomberg does. We yeah. got to see Bloomberg. What's he going to do? This was the debate everyone actually tuned in for. Yeah. yeah
1: and it's also what I mean, we had the one in New Hampshire, but it's the the first one where like, we've got two primaries down super Tuesdays just around the corner. Like I do feel like more people are starting to pay attention that aren't like political junkies at this point. Cause they're like, Oh my state is going to vote soon. I should probably figure out, which one of these people yeah. I'm going to vote for. I do
3: have to say, I have, I am not going to be here on the day of the New York primary because I'm on my honeymoon and I had to get an absentee ballot. <gasps> mm-hmm. And it's not like a joke of a process. Like I would call it the Board of Elections and like you have to request an absentee ballot. You have to print it, mail it in. Mm-hmm. Like it's a process. It's a whole I need thing. a stamp. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that this is how people are voting I'm like baffled at the like the number of hoops and it's not yeah. that many hoops but it's if you if you're not clear on how, what you're doing
1: you might just be like fuck it I yeah. wonder if it's harder to get one for the primary than for no, it's exact like same. it's the exact same process You have to send
3: in something you, mm-hmm. like by mail or drop it off in person mm. and
1: then get the, the ballot in the mail I know I voted absentee in 2008 cuz I was in college and I can't remember what I had to do. I remember I just I just like I requested like, one
2: for when I was in New Jersey and they sent it to yeah. me and then I just sent it back. It, you
3: requested it in person? No, online. Yeah, I wish you, know, you could just request I not yeah. I couldn't just request it online for some reason. I yeah. know I just And even if you could, the fact that it wasn't immediately clear to me how to do that Yeah. It should be
1: very easy. Yeah. Problem. It should be all easy. It's yeah. very hard to vote. Well, once we get this Shadow app off the ground, everybody's going to be able to get
3: there. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like voting in America, voting in Getting the your actual vote to go mm-hmm. is not just like this automatic thing, which I think we take for granted.
5: Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like, what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now.
3: Okay so we're going to start with the election section yes. for
5: tonight. Yeah, yeah it's we-
2: getting <laughs> us all through.
1: The debate is what's getting us through the week. It yeah. was it was great. It, it was, was great. unbelievable. We were
2: talking right before we started how it was like sports for us. Yes. <laughs> I was like my adrenaline was Pumping, yes. I was <gasps> on the floor the yeah. whole night.
1: <laughs> I was alone in my apartment because my fiance was at an engagement party and I was just screaming yeah. to myself. Yeah. Like going like, oh, yeah. shit. Yes. Like literally vocalizing yeah. my yeah. reaction. She said that? <laughs> I yeah. know. God. And it happened immediately. Like yep. I truly. The second out of the gate. 2 minutes in we have Elizabeth Warren saying the phrase horse-faced lesbians. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god," and we're off. Yeah. Like that was within 5 minutes of yeah. the start of
3: the debate. She was <laughs> she knew what she was doing. It was amazing. I It was great even- to see.
2: She came out swinging Like the last debate In New Hampshire She was like subdued Like kind of just like She's trying She's always like Tried not to be on the attack Mm -hmm. I think now she's like She's kind of like Ah fuck I have to fight for this Mm -hmm. And so she came out swinging Because she's She is a fighter and um, she's been yeah.
3: erased by the media the past, like, two weeks, pretty much. And since I do Iowa. think
1: that her campaign got into a very strange situation since Iowa, where I, I think there was a point where she was trying to pivot herself as, like, this unity candidate. I think she lost a little bit of her way there. She was, like, mm-hmm. she faded a little bit in the New mm-hmm. Hampshire debate. Klobuchar was actually able to, like overtake her then like the media just dropped her immediately they're like as soon as she faded they're like okay we're not going to pay attention to her anymore and this moment this debate was her do or die moment to remind us of who the fuck she
4: is and boy did
2: did she she. should we play her opening Yes. yes
4: i'd like to talk about who we're running against a billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. (laughs) Democrats are not going to win if we have a nominee who has a history of hiding his tax returns, of harassing women, and of supporting racist policies like redlining and stop and frisk. Look, I'll support whoever the Democratic nominee is. understand this. Democrats take a huge risk if we just substitute one arrogant billionaire for another. This country has worked for the rich for a long time and left everyone else in the dirt. It is time to have a president who will be on the side of working families and be willing to get out there and fight for them. That is why I am in this race and that is how I will beat Donald Trump. Senator, we yeah, I mean, Ooh, what's he going to say to that? I know. See, here's the thing thing
3: Bloomberg had only been like running with his money up until this point Mm -hmm. with the ads and I think that Democrats myself included are like desperate for a savior Mm -hmm. like what will be the thing that will win what will be the thing that will actually get us to beat Trump and I think that the second that he had to show up as like a, yeah. with a with substance, ideas, defending his questionable things, he didn't have an answer. He just yeah. was totally. How was he
2: not prepared?
3: I have no idea. He went up there like he was going to dinner with like also his everyone. Billionaire friends.
1: knew that going into this debate that people were going to be all eyes like like that. All of these candidates were going to take aim at Bloomberg, even though B- Bloomberg is not the front runner. Bernie yeah. Sanders is the front runner, and I think the fact that all of the candidates like truly hate what Bloomberg has tried to do with his candidacy mm-hmm. honestly gave Bernie a, a pass, a pass yeah. for his because I think I think he would have faced a lot harder criticism going into what is a potential win in Nevada a potential large number of wins on Super Tuesday having won these other states like even
2: South Carolina you- even
1: South Carolina he could win at this point so it's like I think in a different situation we would have seen all yeah everyone trained on Bernie but I think that And rightfully so. Mm -hmm. All of these candidates are fucking pissed that Mike Bloomberg thinks that he can just subvert the entire system of elections because he's rich and has money. And I think all of them have gone through this grueling primary process where they've had to be vetted time and time again in front of the American people. Every single one of them has had really tough questions asked of them. They've Mm -hmm. had hard moments that they've had to face. Like, they've had their own controversies. And I think... All of them basically made Bloomberg go through that process in a two-hour span of time in front of everyone, and it was painful. I just don't
3: understand how he didn't have, like, better answers for any of these things. Like, you should be working—yes, you should be spending your money on ads if that's your strategy, but you should be working tirelessly to figure out how you're going to present ideas that will actually— that the party will act, and will actually be able to get behind. Like, if you regret stop and frisk, as you say, talk about how you're going to help marginalized communities in your future administration. Right. Like, he had not one answer to what he would do yeah. other than, I need to beat Donald Trump, which, fair, that is an argument, but, like, if you don't, sh- then it's the same Biden thing. It's like, it, if you if you don't show you're electable, you're not electable. Exactly,
2: because yeah. Donald Trump has so much charisma. As much as we despise yeah. him. Like,
1: it doesn't work on us. It's, we yeah. don't like the people, charisma. People, yes. The people
2: who love Trump, love him because he has the charisma that they love. And there's just no questioning that. And I feel like the only time the Democrats have been doing well is when we have an extremely charismatic candidate. John Kerry was not very charismatic. Hillary Mm -hmm. Clinton she is charismatic, but she didn't show it. She's um,
1: just, I would say she's not charismatic.
2: I think like any. I think seeing her post election, I'm like, oh, she's. I think cool she as had shit. it
1: within her to be more charismatic than she displayed. Well, but when Obama, she's, when Bill she's Clinton, yes. herself, she is charismatic. Yeah.
2: yeah, Obama, Bill Clinton, so charismatic, so cool. But yes. they also were able to, like you know. Get through their policy like ideas.
1: They also are like hope messaging people. You know, yeah. like both Obama and yeah. Clinton ran on this kind of like hopeful ideal of what America could be. Yes. And I feel like Democrats are at their best when that's what well, they're doing. Well,
3: going back to Warren and and that message, I actually think she could carry that message. Mm-hmm. But I think that the media erased her when she tried to play Unity candidate because yeah. then it became about Bernie and then it became socialism versus billionaires yeah and she got wiped out because then it just that was that sucked up all the oxygen yeah and she wasn't able to really get that message across but I think that that really is her message that is where she stands Mm -hmm. because she says I'm not I'm a capitalist Mm -hmm. but I think that people are so afraid of her they just put her in the Bernie's category which is not really accurate like whatsoever And for that reason, she's unable to actually get this unity message out because Wall Street's so
2: scared of her. Well, I think she really and I think she really wanted to highlight this idea of his electability really is at issue because, you know, I she she went on like the spin afterwards. And she spoke about how, you know, women carry Democrats across the finish line in almost Mm -hmm. every single scenario. And. I think she was saying women are fucking sick of misogynistic assholes being president. And so she really wanted to highlight some of his allegations against Bloomberg and his company. It came out in Washington Post uh, just this week, but it got buried under all this crazy shit that Donald Trump does. Nearly 40 sex discrimination and sexual harassment lawsuits have been brought against Bloomberg and his organization's by 64 women over the past several decades.
1: Sounds like a pattern. Yeah, and also, I mean, for me, it's like when I hear that, I'm just like, how can we as a party have said the things we've said about Donald Trump, all the things that we've said have made him a disqual, like disqualified him from the presidency and then nominate someone Here's why: 64? Can <laughs> I tell you why? Because you're saying as a party, you're what
3: you're looking at as, as a party is sort of like the progressive political junkies mm-hmm. But there's also all these people in the middle who are, A, not paying attention, B, don't really like know what progressive policies really even mean, and they're basically saying, yes, I will take Bloomberg's offer for him to buy us out of this situation, and uh, for that reason, I'm um, okay with overlooking all this shit that's like, not
6: great. Yeah. Right, right? They're but are
3: like, I'll like just them are no your bo-
1: better than them.
3: We are better. No, we are. No, no. you cannot equate Donald Trump, who is like... Fully undermining the rule of law With Bloomberg Who's like a dick I mean I and think
1: Yeah I think Bloomberg Would be I think Donald Trump Is a uniquely like well, problematic Individual But I don't think That we have a leg To stand on As a party If we nominate Someone with 64 Past here, Like with yeah. 40 sex uh, Discrimination well, mean, And sexual harassment Laws I think
3: that After this There's not even Going to be Like the Democrats And Republicans There's going to be Like the Trump Authoritarians Who are going to After this is over Who know Like They'll go the way of the Nazis I hope
1: yeah <laughs> um,
3: and then I think the new political parties will be like the moderates and the and the progressives yeah yeah and I mean, that's, that's my hope and and that's why I think it's sort of like the people who are who are willing to vote for Bloomberg those are the people who are like let's just get out of the situation and then we'll worry about it
2: yeah well so one of the biggest examples that have come to light about Bloomberg's uh, you know you know, issue like ish- discrimination and sexual harassment issues is from this woman named uh, Sakiko Sakae Garrison. Um, she was a former sales representative at Bloomberg LP, and in her suit, she claimed the company, through its male managers and employees, from chief executive officer Bloomberg on down, engaged in a pattern and practice of sexual harassment, sexual degradation De- yes. of women, and discrimination. Um, <clears throat> she also stated she was discriminated against and disrespected because of her uh, Japanese nationality. Um, he basically called her ugly constantly and suggested that she enter presidency when she told him pregnancy. that she was- Pregnancy, sorry. What you did said I said presidency. I said presidency? Yes. <laughs> I thought I said pregnancy. Okay, okay. whatever. Um, he told her, kill it, which is odd. Yeah, is <laughs> intense. Um, Such a dick. <clears throat> the same woman alleged that when Bloomberg saw her engagement ring, he commented- what is this guy dumb and blind? What the hell is he marrying you for? He then pointed to another woman and told the female employee, if you looked like that, I'd do you in a second.
3: That does sound like Trump.
2: Um, yeah. yeah. He uh, he also told another employee frequently that if the client told you to lay down and strip naked so they could fuck you, would you do that? Uh, yeah. Hmm. He denied the allegation about the kill it comment um, under oath, and he eventually reached a confidential settlement with Garrison.
3: Yeah, so he has a lot of these NDAs out there. Unclear Mm -hmm. exactly how many since they're
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think that that, again, comes back to the electability argument, which I think is what Warren was ultimately getting at. But if you have a candidate, even who made everybody sign NDAs, but if you have a candidate with 40 to sixty uh-huh. sexual harassment cases, mm-hmm. that's gonna come to light in the general election. Yeah, like, you know what I wish they had asked him
3: if you're not the nominee, will you continue to run ads against Donald Trump that are just pure anti-Trump ads?
1: I mean, that would be amazing. That right. would be great use of his money. Right. I know. Yeah. That's why I, I wish I I'd ask him th- that. Yeah.
2: I mean, he has done great things with his money. Like he, ha- yes. like, he has. He helped he flip the us. Virginia. <laughs> so he has. Yeah. He's yeah. like. <laughs> yes. But, uh, you know, he's I also. Give it all away. He's also done done some not so great well, things with his money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like he doesn't like one thing doesn't. It doesn't give him moral. Well, when you like, have so ambiguity. much money,
3: you really get you have a lot of leeway to be doing both. You know, yeah,
1: I mean, Bernie kind of tried to get at this point a lot last night in his personal hammering of Bloomberg. But he he talked about how, like, yeah, he's doing great things and giving his money to Democrats now. But let's go back to the last disastrous Republican presidency, George W. Bush, who he supported. Mm-hmm. He supported Scott Walker. He supported Tons of Republicans
2: He supported uh, the person that Elizabeth Warren ran against To get her Senate seat
3: I yeah. think that was oh, Scott, Scott Brown Brown. Scott yeah. Brown. That's who I meant yep. um, Yeah no I think he It's bad Should we play the clip of him talking about the NDAs Yes, yes.
2: Um, So this is another Elizabeth Warren clip um, She basically goes in On this whole topic
4: The mayor has to stand on his record, and what we need to know is exactly what's lurking out there. He has gotten some number of women, dozens, who knows, to sign non-disclosure agreements both for sexual harassment and for gender discrimination in the workplace. So Mr. Mayor, are you willing to release all of those women from those non-disclosure agreements so we can hear their side of the story? We have a very few non-disclosure agreements. Uh, How many is there? Let me finish. How many is there? None of them accuse me of doing anything other than maybe they didn't like the joke I told. And let me just put, and let me put, there's agreements between two parties that wanted to keep it quiet, and that's up to them. They signed those agreements, and we'll live with it. So wait, when you say it is up to, I just want to be clear, some is how many? And, and, when you, and when you say they signed them and they wanted them, if they wish now to speak out and tell their side of the story about what it is they allege, that's now okay with you? You're releasing them on television tonight? Se- Senator, Is that right? Senator... Senator of the company and somebody else, in this case, a man or a woman, or could be more than that. They decided when they made an agreement that they wanted to keep it quiet for everybody's no. interest. They signed the agreements, and that's what we're going to live I, with. I'm sorry. No, the question is, are I the women bound by being muzzled by you? And you could release them from that immediately. Ooh. Ooh. What's not
3: being said is that he paid these women to not
4: talk. Yeah. yeah. So
3: she should. I wish he had asked how much did you pay them because mm-hmm. I think yes. that was the thing that was like missing from that.
1: I it's also wish he had asked what was the joke.
2: Yo, right? tell, us, yeah. tell us the
1: joke then. I know. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if we think it's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how he couldn't have prepared a
3: response. It, is there not this? one
2: woman on his staff to be like? I mean, not this that is a woman. What you
6: should. Say. Mean,
2: not that you need, yes. Not that a woman should have to be the person, but you know, it, inevitably it would have been. Yeah, like. Don't say that thing about. Th- maybe they didn't like my joke. That is that he's was trying to, when he said that.
1: I was like, I yeah, cannot I, believe right. that came what, out of your mouth. Here
3: is <laughs> what he. What he. I think would should have exp- like. I think what he was trying to get at there was that this is not a sexual assault charge. It's a sexual harassment yes. charge. But instead of like explicitly saying that, he's like, oh, it was just a joke. Yeah. Like, no, no, you totally don't get the point. I think, but it does align with yes. a lot of what he said about the Me Too movement, that mm-hmm. it goes too far and that we make assumptions about people without any pr- proof of his guilt, of guilt, which just doesn't really square with his stop and frisk policy. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, only, it's only non-proof of guilt when it happens to you. Yeah, like, yes. and he
2: talks about like... Like the re like I'm sorry about like the results of the stop and frisk, and this also goes into like, well, what about the intent? You yes, know what which I mean? Is like
1: Elizabeth Warren was talking exactly. about last night
2: as she, well. She she brings that up. She's like, it's not about like, and that impl- that applies to this joke that he allegedly told. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, well, what was the intent behind that joke? It doesn't square.
3: Well, what about the fact that like if he. If he know He It's not a surprise to him That this stop and frisk thing And the way he treats Minority communities Is like a big issue Like a big blot On his record Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't he Have then Focused on trying To come up with ways That he was going To change that Should he become president Because Mm -hmm. obviously He Defending the past Is like a Not a good strategy For him honestly The best thing he could do Is be like Well in my In my administration I know that I have done Many things This is what my administration Would do to right these wrongs Mm -hmm. And like Why wouldn't he he said something like that. Like no, he, he seemed no genuinely answers. annoyed
1: when, yeah. he, when he brought it up. He was like, yeah. I've already apologized for he, it. And it's like, okay, you sound, you, like, did you not practice at all? Right, well, exactly. It's also,
2: and it's clear that he doesn't... That practice, prepare something yeah. to say. It, it's, it just makes me think of, also reminds me of Donald Trump, is that it seems that he's probably also surrounded by yes-men and doesn't listen to other people. Yes. Because anytime people were s- coming at him he wasn't able to take it. Yeah. He like was like yeah. so defensive, on the defensive. Also, on a completely unrelated note. Um, with someone with that much money, why does his teeth look like that?
1: If <laughs> a, I know. Veneers. Adam, if Adam, a, look at Joe Biden. If him. look at him. If yeah.
2: one if Elizabeth Warren or Amy Klobuchar had walked out with teeth that looked like that, they would be eliminated immediately.
1: Again, honestly he it. can afford it. I've said it a million it. times. Not everybody has to be hot. Not all politicians have to be hot. But if you are a rich person, <laughs> yes, you have to have Good teeth. He, yes. needs he can afford it. It's fucking wrong. A not billionaire, to have it. the number of billions.
2: He needs to find a middle ground between Joe Biden's crazy blue white teeth
1: mm-hmm. and
2: <laughs> whatever the fuck is going on in his mouth right now, and just like some happy medium, and he'll like be he great. Never,
1: right? Yeah, I the don't unity know. candidate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do want to do? I, I do also want to say because that Liz Warren. Clip of him about the NDAs is also obviously the most viral uh-huh. clip of the night. Oh, I thought the first one was more, but maybe I'm wrong. I've, I've seen both yeah. a lot, but um, I do want to shout out Joe Biden in the middle, just going, Come on, man. <laughs> 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 like we're just, Joe- I think a perfect interjection. Yeah. Of Joe Biden like-
3: did bring the energy last night, but I really felt that the real. Action was on the left side. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the Warren, Bloomberg. It was Bernie amazing that crowd. they were all
2: together too. Yeah,
3: they d- oh because easy people work for who the director of that. Up Messy bitches who yeah. live for drama. Yeah, there's a reason that the others were like on the side. Yeah, that Amy and Pete were next, next to, each to, each to each other
1: so that she
2: could tase mm-hmm.
1: him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally. It's- I thought that Joe Biden definitely had a better debate than normal, but. It- I, did, was, I missed
2: him I like yeah, In the first just, 25 minutes I don't, don't know if he spoke
1: He didn't He he had the second least Amount of speaking time Other than Bloomberg Which is crazy Because it's like The one thing you get If everyone's fucking Attacking you Is the opportunity To respond And he didn't even Make use like, of that There was
2: There was that one moment He's like Can I have my time Can I not be interrupted I have a, I have a minute And a quarter Quarter And then he just Stumbled through Whatever he was trying to say And yeah. I was like This is what you're doing With a minute and a quarter
1: Yeah you're yeah. doing You're doing nothing With your time I thought that Joe Biden came out like like his personable side and his like fun Uncle Joe side was on display last night, which is fun. There was yeah. also a very funny moment where Joe Biden was trying to talk about the NDAs and referenced Pete, and he was like, Well, Pete had NDAs, but he did this, and and then Pete like Pete was like, I just want to clarify that they were not related to sexual harassment <laughs> And they had like a kind of a cute moment together where he was like, No, no, they're not. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Biden feels like
3: He's transitioned out of like that Uncle Joe pers- pers- personable mm-hmm. thing. He still has that, but mm-hmm. now it's becoming like, oh, Grandpa. Yes. Like it's, that yeah. it's yeah. no longer like Great Uncle Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, now it's a little bit too Grandpa. Like, mm-hmm. grandpa, just ignore what Grandpa says. It, rather than before, I think he used to have more control over it. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's not good There's a, there, But, but yeah. just, to, just to plug um, Our episode from yesterday um, Molly Jong Fast came on And Amanda interviewed her To talk about Biden mm-hmm. And his place in the race So guys listen to that
2: episode Yeah, yeah that's yeah.
1: super interesting It was great and for, um, Before we
2: go to the other parts Of the debate I yes. did want to quickly finish Like with the Bloomberg Warren exchange Because he said At my company Lots and lots of women Have big responsibilities and then
1: big responsibilities
2: and then she said i hope you heard what his defense was i've been nice to some women that just doesn't cut it and she she just got great. so many punches in yes um it was great it was it was beautiful to watch And
3: i, I hope f- we're watching the permanent resurgence of liz because right yeah. after this i'm going home and making calls for her
2: yeah
1: i i did feel like um what What that moment about the NDAs displayed, and why it like it made me feel really emotional watching it. And, like, I, you know, I did donate to her campaign in the middle of it. She mm-hmm. had the best hour of fundraising <laughs> she's had in she, she, had, she the, had the best night. Okay. She had Everyone. the best
2: hour of fundraising than any Canada has ever had this whole election cycle.
1: It's, I'm happy to be a part of it. So, yeah, me I mean, I just, I, fe- I felt so proud and I thought about it and I was like, oh, this is a moment that we only get if we have women on the debate stage. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah. no matter how good of a candidate, how good a candidate is, like <clears throat> I, you know, I haven't decided between Liz and Bernie personally. I like Bernie, but I feel like if we have a debate stage that only has men on it, even someone who I feel like is a champion for women and has like championed women's policies or whatever, we don't get this moment about the NDAs without having an Elizabeth Warren on the stage, without having like an actual woman who has dealt with that stuff to hone in on it and talk about it in the way that she did. Well, I think that question is about like how far is our
3: society willing to leap electorally? Mm -hmm. Like our, like, is it ready to go all that way? And I'm not saying whether it should or shouldn't. Obviously, I think it should. But I'm saying like, what will actually result? Like we can either try to go that far Mm -hmm. or we can not try to get, and you can vote for like a moderate, like a Pete or an Amy or a Biden Mm -hmm. even. And I think that this has just been a negotiation of like how far will we go yeah and how how important is that to most of these voters yes and And what are we going to
1: try for like are we going to make a play for for this stuff or are like like how what is the strategy and i think there is you know obviously i'm a progressive person but i understand that there is a legitimate debate going into what is the most important election of our lifetimes Mm -hmm. and i understand like like the fact that this moderates versus progressives thing has played out I understand that because yes, there is a risk to like pushing for these progressive policies, but also there seems to be a lot of energy and enthusiasm coalescing around the progressive movement. And you shouldn't ignore, like, do you want to lose that energy and enthusiasm when we need it to fight Donald Trump? It's, it's an up in the air question. I wonder how many people would actually embrace
3: Be how many more moderate people who are currently like saying we should go for a moderate, how many more of those people would embrace progressivism if they weren't so afraid of Donald Trump winning.
6: Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think
3: a lot. Of, I personally believe that there are a lot of moderates out of fear. I like I'm not one of them mm-hmm. in the sense that like Elizabeth Warren, I've said, is the one I'm supporting. But I would vote for a moderate out of fear. Yeah, like, I think about that all the time. I'm like, oh, like what? Maybe we should just like forget scrap all this and yeah. just go with someone safe.
1: I look at polls that are like. Bernie, Sanders, like like two out of three people wouldn't vote for a socialist and get freaked out about yeah. that, you know. Even even though that's not how I personally feel, I'm like I I get scared about that question. I look at polls where Elizabeth Warren is trailing in certain key states and I get fucking scared. Yeah. Personally, I'm on the side of the enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I think that that is necessary to beat Donald Trump, but I get why this question. is. Is keeping people well, up at night. Well, that's, in but this but that's party. pretty much
3: all Bloomberg had to say. He was like, "We have. I'm. I'm the one who can beat Donald Trump." And what he's saying is, "I can buy enough yeah, ad yes. time, and I can buy myself into beating Donald it would, Trump."
2: I, I feel. Yeah, watching the candidates last night, it made me like really, uh, most nervous for who to potentially become the nominee would be Joe Biden and Michael Bloomberg because mm-hmm. I don't know. I I could see people rallying behind all the other four of those people on mm-hmm. the stage, like Pete, Amy, Elizabeth and Bernie. Like, I feel like people would be energized to go knock on doors for those yes. people. I, and they are, they have, they have inspiring moments and they can inspire. Like look at Amy doing so well in New Hampshire. Like clearly she inspired people to get out and, and vote for her. So I just like with these other people, I'm just like, Oh my God. Like I don't like, I, I don't feel like, Oh my God, I need to get this person in the white house. Yeah.
3: I, I feel so. Okay. I feel that, Amy I sorry I feel that Elizabeth Liz and Pete could get that I think Bernie obviously has a lot of enthusiasm Mm -hmm. but I worry that because he's Bernie and he embraces the socialist label that he would blow his support or that it would like cap out at a certain area because Mm -hmm. of a certain number because of that reason Bloomberg I don't think you're gonna get a lot of grassroots people (laughs) who are unpaid no but then it becomes like could we just fleece Americans into believing that this billionaire is yeah. better and at least yeah. do something about climate change and, yeah, I you mean, know, if just it, win on, yeah. like, just kind of, frankly, it would truly be a buying of the election
1: and it's like, which... You know, are I we going to sell our if soul he, If that? he
2: becomes the nominee And he wants to pay me To canvas for him I'll happily take a check
1: I heard he pays An insane amount To canvas <laughs> he, so. yeah, no, I, he does yeah. I,
3: think he, I think he also I heard he pays people 150 to, to Just random people To say they support him online
1: He also is paying He hired comedy writers To, to me make memes more. for him Which I'm just like Why wasn't I contacted <laughs> I'm like extremely Pissed off about that I would have said no But I'm like pissed he, That I wasn't contacted No, no he
3: didn't just comedy uh, Hire comedy writers He hired experts in malignant narcissists Narcissism, like psychologists, mm-hmm. and then partnered them with comedy writers
1: to figure out how to yeah, like. I feel like most so,
2: comedians are more yeah. like narcissists, just so that
1: they can tweet like, <laughs> delete <laughs> your just account. Regular.
2: Yeah, just regular Like ultimately, like really,
1: it's really funny because like you hear all of that that like, oh, he did this, and then you look at the Bloomberg account, and it's literally just him retweeting Trump and being like, "Impeached president says what." And yeah. like, and well, I'm like Who the reason is for that. <laughs> well, well
3: I, yeah. no, but there's all like there's also the ads. I think the ads uh-huh. are like really good, and I just hope that he keeps running them, even if he's not the nominee. Yeah, yeah.
1: I will say that I thought that because. Again, Bernie Sanders went into last night as the front runner. He's ahead in the polls in Nevada. He's got, he's neck and neck with Biden in the polls in South Carolina. Super Tuesday, he's got he might win like he has a good chance of winning California. So, I was really looking to see because I have the same questions as you about like how is the socialism question going to play out for Bernie Sanders? What is his answer? What is his strategy for marketing that to the masses? And I he previewed some of that last night and I did think he did a good job, particularly when he um, he explained that notion of like we already have socialism for the rich. Mm-hmm. When when Michael Bloomberg starts a company and that company gets billions of dollars in tax breaks, that is socialism mm-hmm. for the rich. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it was the quote was, we have socialism for the rich and rugged individualism for like, everyone, else. everyone else. And I thought that, like that that made me happy to see because I felt like, that was a clear and succinct message that I think could potentially break through to people because it is going to be difficult to reshape people's notions of what, Socialism is and make them understand That it's not as Bloomberg tried to say Communism yeah. right. Straight oh. up that we are actually talking call, right. At is, least call yes. it socialism And which then is Bernie what was is. like that's a cheap shot And I yeah. like that because mm-hmm. that is a cheap it, shot He's it not is a an communist. Accurate. It yeah. is an accurate. That's not what he's talking about He is talking about social programs that we see In many countries On this earth that also Actually still have billionaires in them So yeah. like it's yeah. fine it's yeah. gonna be fine yeah. And when Bloomberg was like we have the socialist candidate on this stage has three houses and a million dollars. I'm like, that's because... The socialism that he is promoting is actually different mm-hmm. than the, like he is promoting a system where he can have three houses and a bi- and million dollars and everyone gets health care. It's actually great. He's so also it's, the ideal. It's, like, it sounds amazing. it's really nice. You can still be a millionaire but, under his system. But I do
3: think there was one part where he said something like that 20 percent of companies should be mandatory that they're owned by the workers. And then Bloomberg was like, well, that's the fastest way to get Trump reelected.
1: Yeah and that was maybe Bloomberg's one good, good line I that thought he so got too. like I don't I don't know if I necessarily agree with the point, but I feel like that's a good line to get in there for people who are watching the debate and are scared of that. I felt like that was the best point because he
3: made it at the right time because he wasn't like Medicare for all is going to get Donald Trump elected. He was like this very radical idea, which actually does involve turning over the means of production to workers. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that was actually like the right, the well-timed and accurate time for him to say that. But what I felt was even better from Bernie and what you Mm -hmm. said was great but what I really connected to was when he was like, this level of inequality is gross and it's immoral and yeah. it's not okay. The fact that there are five hundred thousand people sleeping on the streets while you have more money than 125 million Americans is insane. Yeah. And grotesque. Like, and, and you just be and like you could still have even if you had one billion yeah. or several hundred million. The the amount that of the disparity and the fact that you can't get to the point that he's at without yes, he is self-made, but that doesn't mean that after he started to make himself that he didn't exploit people after that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like he he has to I, I think that was the most powerful point that Bernie made. Yeah. Which is not just like, oh billion like the difference between a billionaire and just a very successful person. Yeah. Basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks they're gonna be a billionaire. Like yeah. you're not. Yeah. Like, you're I know. fucking not.
1: Do That's you know how like- hard it is to have one million dollars? Like yeah. it's like <laughs> It's so hard. Like there's so many people like Republicans in my family who sometimes I want to be like you're never getting a billion dollars yes. it's yeah. never <laughs> happening right. Right, like you're so mad about the wealth tax call me when you have 50 yeah. million call me uh, when you're halfway there yeah. this actually will yeah. not touch you, you are, ever you
2: yeah. are more likely to get a negative 50 million yeah, right?
1: <laughs> you are more likely to go that. bankrupt yes. Yes. tomorrow yes. first because yeah. you fell down yeah. Then yeah. to like yeah. ever have a billion dollars ever 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 yeah.
0: Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream Twenty and sign up to get twenty dollars off your first month. That's N U U L Y dot com. Newly with two use with code FeverDream Twenty. Newly subscription clothing rental,
2: change your clothes. Should we go to the other highlights of the debate? Yes. Yeah, the, uh, the, the the moderate um midwesterner the comment relief. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay. Amy versus Pete is Amy. This, Okay this is what I wonder Like the Midwesterners, They're supposed to be like The nice folksy I ones And then they get up there And they're
1: ready to like gouge each other's eye I back. know It's so funny it's Amy versus fun. Pete Was my favorite like B plot to the Like <laughs> it's, it's like a funny <laughs> comedy Every once in a while it would cut to them And it's like Oh right These two fucking yeah. Hate each
3: other yeah. so much it's, it, to me it feels like a customer and the manager yes
2: uh-huh.
1: Amy is the manager mm-hmm. Pete is the customer Pete is the customer and both of them are like we are standing our ground oh my god, on do this know who interaction they are? do you know who they who are, are
2: they? Amy is An- Angela from the office and mm-hmm. Pete is Oscar
1: yeah. oh <laughs> yes.
2: The gay, yes the gay oh my
1: account. god that's actually perfectly <laughs> apt that
3: is so funny yeah they work
2: in the they, they, they work in the same area they, they're from the same parts of the town you know but they hate each other and one's gay and one's...
3: They're so lady. funny. They should... Uh, remember when people were like they should run on the same ticket? Like that could never work. Never.
2: Also, how are we supposed to say that ticket? Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> it's <laughs> it just too much. It's too much. I can't do that. You
1: can't fit... That doesn't fit on a bumper sticker <laughs> no. is what I'm going to say. They got to make the font smaller. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. go <laughs> put it in like Russian at that <laughs> point. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, so last week A Telemundo reporter Pushed Amy Klobuchar To name the president Of Mexico And she couldn't um, uh, Elise do you want To say his name
1: Yes his name is Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador
2: Yeah I wouldn't have Been able to do <laughs> it like mm-hmm.
1: Um
2: And so this is notable Because you know This was right Taking right uh, before The Nevada caucuses Which is home to about 800,000 Hispanic residents And she admitted She made a mistake And people get things Wrong sometimes So, Buttigieg uh, tried to suggest this calls into question her qualification to be the president. It was a dig to her repeated claims that her Washington experience makes her a better candidate than him. So, we'll play that clip.
0: You're staking your candidacy on your Washington experience. You're on the committee that oversees border security. You're on the committee that does trade. You're literally in part of the... Committee that's overseeing these things, and we're not able to speak to
5: literally the first thing about
6: the politics of
0: the are country you, to ourselves.
5: Are you trying to say that I'm dumb, or are you mocking me here, Pete? I'm I saying that you shouldn't trivialize I that made knowledge. an error. People sometimes forget names. I am the one that has number one, has the experience based on passing over 100 you, bills. It, if I could respond, this was a pretty big <laughs> allegation. He's basically saying that I don't have the experience to be president of the United States. I have passed over 100 bills as a lead Democrat since being in the U.S. Senate. I am the one, not you, that has won statewide in congressional district after congressional district. And I will say, when you tried in Indiana, Pete, to run, what happened to you? You lost by over 20 points to someone who later lost to my friend Joe Donnelly. So don't tell me about experience. What you
0: same thing as judgment. We're going to talk about uh, votes in the Senate. In you know, Washington,
6: let's, let's
2: talk, talk about,
6: about, about it. Uh,
1: let's talk uh, about the major policy. Next, Next question. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. My oh, yeah. Hello, hello. Thank you. hello. 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 And then clearly said. went awry. Um, yeah, that was.
2: I feel like she, her reaction was kind of over the top. Is that me? Because she, she's like, he's like calling into question. He called into question like her voting records mm-hmm. on like you know, she voted to confirm. Uh, you know, the person who basically organized uh the children in cages
6: yes
3: and
2: <clears throat> like her voting record and she's like are you calling me dumb and i'm like he's not calling you dumb it's like presenting you with some facts
3: well i think it's sort of like that relationship is so beyond disrepair <laughs> like yeah. like i think that if i were amy klobuchar and i look at pete Buttigieg, i'm like fuck this guy yes. like yeah. i worked so hard to get elected statewide as a senator i've done all these things i'm like always trying to walk the line as a woman yes can't be bad i definitely and then you see this like child yes to you who's like i went to harvard mm-hmm. and yeah. the way the cartoon president uh, yes people animate him is mm-hmm. so accurate
1: like yes here's my voice by degree. matt rogers the wonderful matt rogers mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the he's like this guy who comes up and he acts like he's like knows everything it's like you really
1: don't have the experience Pete sorry I do here's what I will say well number one I did love that Elizabeth Warren came up and defended yes, her that was afterwards great. it was like a little sisterhood moment mm-hmm. but New I York do, Times endorsement for life yeah. I do feel like Amy probably should have known the name of the president of yes. Mexico no, yes. like, especially if she's on all of those committees and I'm saying I'm not saying she's gotta get like Wasn't the it, full didn't he just
3: Get elected didn't we just have a Enrique Peña Nieto yes, it's
2: been, been a it's minute been, though it's been long a minute it been? it's um, been a long
1: enough time that if she's on these committees and I'm not saying she's got to get the whole full Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador but maybe getting Obrador would yes. have been good yes you know? it was
2: not it was not great especially you know you're going into an interview with Telemundo right?
1: <laughs> maybe maybe briefly Google yeah. the president of Mexico's name yeah, look, I
3: like, I agree with you. It was not a it was a dumb mistake. Someone and I'm got, not even defending yeah. her necessarily, but like the fact that that becomes yeah. a, a tussle that yeah. is equated with like Bloomberg's NDAs or with like the question of what it means to actually be yeah. a democratic yeah. socialist, like a full philosophical question. Yeah. Like, come on. All I yeah. know is... I don't think it's disqualifying. A, it's just yeah. like a woman's mistake, of course,
1: gets like that much well, air Yeah. Time.
2: All we know is an aide definitely got doused in some salad dressing oh, yeah. for that one.
1: Oh, yeah. Take all the lettuce! Yeah. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like, Buttigieg is going to go back to his campaign van and there will be a comb just like sitting in the <laughs> middle. <laughs> and <laughs> he'll, like, know. he'll know. like you fucked up.
3: Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that honestly I hope they both stay in so we can keep watching this but then I'm like maybe I don't want them to stay in. Yeah. It's just, like, I not. guess
2: they're just like they're they're. I guess they're so the candidates are so aware that they are f- trying for the same votes the same voters. Yeah. And I think they were just like trying to knock each other out or something. Yeah. Like
1: I think that that's why Elizabeth Warren um, so there was there was a question about Bernie Sanders supporters which we can get into but I think that that's why Elizabeth Warren like didn't take that bait because at one point they asked her about Bernie's supporters and I think she was like oh I'm not Fucking doing that yeah. Because that's a cheap <laughs> no. shot Against Bernie yeah. The best
3: argument She has against Bernie Is that he is too extreme And can't get elected Because of the socialist label And that she is a capitalist mm-hmm. And she is a unifier Between the progress Between yeah. the moderates And the progressives That's her best argument Against Bernie Which is not an offensive argument It's no. not like a cheap mm-hmm. shot It's a philosophical question It's an argument which That her campaign is making
1: yeah. yeah But it's I'm but glad I, she didn't go For him for that Yeah because what is she what is that what is that well first of all the the online response has actually been crazy but also like what is that gonna do for her she doesn't do she doesn't get anything by alienating Mm -hmm. people away Mm -hmm. like by alienating bernie sanders people or alienating people who like bernie sanders in general and support him online like she doesn't gain anything right It's, it's not an argument against
3: sanders being president who would be like it's not a it's not really a Worthwhile argument Like about whether Sanders would be A good nominee or not Which is all she Should
1: be talking about This all came up um, Because there's There's been this Thing going on Where between Bernie Sanders And the Culinary Workers Union Of Nevada Which actually Declined to endorse Any candidate Going before The Before the Caucus that's coming up But basically What's been going on Is the Culinary Workers Union Came out against Bernie's Medicare For all plan and then after this, some of the women who are in charge of the union faced some pretty intensely vicious attacks on threats. Twitter and threats and just some really like Doxing. a bastion of misogyny and bad behavior on Twitter from accounts that were Bernie Sanders supporters. So Bernie was asked about this. This is a hugely important union and also Sanders bases a lot of his campaign on being the number one candidate of unions. So that's, you know, yes. <laughs> kind of goes like it's it's bad that he doesn't have yeah. one of the number one unions. Um, so Bernie was asked about this on the debate stage, just about the behavior of his supporters, and he denounced them pretty strongly, or denounced this behavior pretty strongly. He said that these anyone acting that way is not part of our movement. He also said, 99.9% of my supporters are decent human beings, are working people, are people who believe in justice, compassion, and love. And if there are a few people who make ugly remarks who attack trade union leaders, I disown those people. I thought that that was good. He also kind of got into the weeds of suggesting that some of these people are bots, which... Mm-hmm. <laughs> May or may not be true, but I don't know that it necessarily looks good to cry bot yeah. from the debate stage. And I also Especially because there were actual people yeah.
3: that were. So it's like, oh, you're going to blame the bots, but we know these are real people. Yes. So yes. what about
1: that? Exactly. And it's like, look, I don't think that the Bernie bro question is necessarily one that needed to be elevated to the debate stage mm-hmm. level. Well, but I it, think it does, but not.
3: But no one's talking about what it really means, which yeah. is it, which is the harm of, that Bernie Sanders could have on down ballot races, and the people and the way that his supporters enact what they're doing, and the way that it could just alienate so many people that we could not win this.
1: Let's say even if yeah. he did win, we would need the Senate to pass any of this. So I do think that there's like maybe a tendency from his campaign to like be too dismissive of the Bernie Bro question mm-hmm. and be like okay, whatever, that's a very small amount of our supporters, which is true, but it's like, you have to understand that a reputation is being created around your campaign, specifically online, and whether or not you think it's warranted, or whether or not you actually think other campaigns have similar, like, people, that's not what people are seeing online, and people, like, you are getting a reputation for this, like, sort of vicious strain within your supporters, and I think that like you're gonna have to come up with something to say about that. Well, here's the that. thing
2: is, this is not a new thing either. So I don't understand why it's taken so long for this to be addressed or for him to really like forcefully address it. Just because, you know, this started when Hillary Clinton was, became the nominee. You know, there were, it, the vitriol started then. Yeah. And it's been ongoing for years. And so it's like, I know that he has said some said things and it's like, you know, obviously he can't be held accountable for everyone's actions. Um, but, you know, it's clearly, there's clearly a culture within his supporters that that do this. And it's unfortunate because, you know, he pro- he probably disagrees with them. And, you know, yeah, it's... Yeah, like,
1: I don't think that comes... I don't think Bernie Sanders runs a campaign that is fueled by vitriol or hate in any way. But I do think he has... He has sparked this movement. There are a lot of people... In this movement. There are a lot of people who are new to politics in this movement. There are a lot of people who are who skew younger and are Mm -hmm. very online in this movement. And Mm -hmm. people are angry about the status. And people are angry. And as a result, a small portion of them are acting out in a very visible and like memorable way online. Because the the bottom line is like, I'm I'm a very online person. I, I look, I see a lot of stuff, and like it is often. Intense Bernie people in the response to like an Elizabeth Warren tweet that are saying things that I feel like are way out of line. Yeah. And it doesn't
3: make any sense because she's not the villain. Like, it's like, why are you not fixing this hatred on Trump? It just feels very and like it, it does, it's like what it, Pete says. It's like it's like why? What is it about your campaign that activates this in people? If you're mm-hmm. so like kind and you want to give everyone health care, and that's really all it is, like why doesn't it feel that your campaign really leads with a yeah. loving message? And at it does. All?
2: And it does seem to mostly be targeted towards women. It's it, yeah. it, It's it does not. It does not seem like it is a you know. Keep Buttigieg is getting ha- hammered by Bernie supporters. Yeah, I mean, or, frankly,
3: it is misogynist. Yeah, yes. Like, and and whether or not Bernie himself is a misogynist, I don't think he is, but I do think he's old, and I think old people tend to have certain <laughs> residual views. I just yeah. also
1: don't know that Bernie, as like a seventy-eight-year-old man, gets what's going on on Twitter, I agree. and I'm like, you know what? Twitter <laughs> is like yes. a, a very small portion of this election. Like sometimes I have to but remind it's destroyed myself every that every front runner, uh, yeah, like. I have to remind myself that sometimes the things that I'm seeing on Twitter are not like writ large on the consciousness of every single human being on earth. But the thing is, like, this is a reputation that a very small percentage of your supporters have created. And I think that the Bernie Sanders campaign needs to come up with a better answer for what that is. And I don't think that it tracks for them to just be like other candidates have this in their supporters too. And it's like, no one's seeing that. Mm-hmm. that no it. one is no, I'm sure. Yes. Every once in a while you can get angry, angry people, but the like the vitriolic, like really fucked up stuff. People aren't seeing that. Mm-hmm. Well, I do want to talk about one thing regarding Sanders, um,
3: which was the last question where they were talking about the number of if uh if none of them are able to get a majority of super delegates yes. or of the delegates delegate, yeah. do they think that the person who has the most dele- it should go the nomination should go to the person with the most delegates regardless of if they hit 50% or if they should figure out the process basically through a contested convention and all of them, except for Bernie said, figure out the process. They didn't say contested convention, but that is what that means. Yeah, that's what it means. Um, And Bernie said, no, it should go to the person with the most delegates, but that's completely different from what he said in 2016 when it was Hill, when the, the situation was reversed and Hillary would be the one with the most, even if she didn't get the majority. So I think that, I mean, and I, I, paid close attention to their reaction to that on mm-hmm. Twitter to see like how the Bernie bros would answer yeah. that. I mean, they were and very pissed. If you Right. <laughs> they were very pissed and you look at the the way that the non-Bernie bros would talk about it and it was so much
1: more subdued and like so much less yeah, I th- aggressive. I look. just feel like in general, the person who's leading obviously is going to be the person who says, yeah, we should do it yeah, based um, on who's leading. Of course but he's then, going why didn't, he who- his, why didn't he change, why did he not say that you know what I mean? It's like he because that's his- what they're saying. I mean, I feel like this is one of those things where I'm just like, well, this is just politics. Ev- yeah. any, any single one of these candidates would be an idiot to say now, <laughs> yes. early, this early. Oh yeah, we're gonna like I'm gonna give up my delegates. But of course, they're not saying that. But I think Elizabeth Warren, ultimately, if it came down to it, and it's Bernie Sanders and he has the most people, I think Elizabeth Warren would give him her delegates over having like. Mike Bloomberg yeah. it I think with Elizabeth Super Dick Warren might try to be the nominee
3: instead.
2: I think so, too. Which, I think she might. I think she will. I think she would, too. I think she would I try think. and get Amy Klobuchar's or Pete Buttigieg's. Yeah. But what
3: bothers me about the Bernie thing is that he's now acting like, oh, it just should be most votes. That's the most Democratic thing. But it's like, yeah, that wasn't the most Democratic thing in 2016. Yeah. Yeah, but... It's I, mean, every, it's, it's I feel like it that
1: is. is like politics at the highest level yeah. because it's like yeah he's being hypocritical in that moment but then we also have all of these people we're all hypocritical uh, like Elizabeth Warren Pete Buttigieg all these people are running on abolishing the electoral college and then being like but actually because like Pete, Pete Buttigieg literally has ads on Facebook right now that say Pete Buttigieg abolished the electoral college on them so it's like that I might reconsider his campaign was, just, was literally just like your political like mm-hmm. no one's gonna no no one who is behind at this point is gonna yeah like take a contested convention off of the table. That said, if Bernie Sanders wins the popular vote and then somebody else gets the nomination through super delegates, I think we're in for a big fucking problem.
2: Yeah. I, I know. think that
1: I think that that's where in 1968 convention territory that, like shit is crazy. But I but think that's that why happens. I was watching so carefully yes. to
3: see the Burning Bro reaction to that question specifically because that's really what it comes down to. That's when that's like when the fact that the burning Bros act that they the way that they act would actually become a real problem rather yes, than just like, but I oh, this is so I of- don't think
1: they would be unjustified in that. Like if Bernie wins as a like wins the most things as a progressive, like the most votes by far takes all of this stuff as a progressive candidate. And then 500 superdelegates come in and install Biden as the nominee that I have a problem with but that. What, what do you how do you think he would react
3: if they did it for Liz? And she
1: I think that it would still I, I mean, it would be I feel like it would depend a lot on how it played out. But I I personally believe that the person who goes into this thing, I don't I don't believe in superdelegates at all. I don't think that that should be a thing. And I feel I feel in general that the person who wins the most votes mm-hmm. should get to be the nominee. Yeah, I think that that I think that to mess with that is going to like like what that would do to like depress the base and to depress everyone and to like create true chaos within the party would be so yeah. damaging. Yeah. I don't think it's worth whatever we gain by running someone who's not a socialist. I really I don't.
2: I I, I don't know. know.
1: I I think it's going to be really messy. Like I think yeah. this whole year is going to be really messy if
3: we think that there's going to be a nominee. Like I actually do think there I think if Bernie does not win a majority and but
1: he does have the most, I think that we will not have a nominee until the convention. Yeah. Um, I just definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think we're going to have a nominee until the convention at all, but I think if we go to the convention and he's the clear winner of all these states and then su- by using super delegates, it becomes maybe a more moderate or like establishment sanctioned candidate, then I think we're having real problems yeah. with like the base, the volunteer, but like all of that stuff, I think is going to be a big problem. Yeah. It's nuts.
2: I, so I think we can all agree on who we think won. Yes. The debate. Um, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren like, won. Like she slayed yeah. it. And yeah. I, like, I don't think we're biased on that opinion. Um, yeah, so that's every... For once, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think Bernie Sanders did well. I do. Yeah. Uh, but he, he didn't escape completely unscathed. Yeah. Whereas Elizabeth Warren was able to like, you know, punch a lot and didn't really get anything at her. Um,
3: that's because she was erased for three weeks before. So they didn't need to. That's what happened. That's the problem is that every single time, like why do we keep attacking our top person? Like why is it that every single time someone came out in front, they got destroyed by, by like liberal Twitter or they got destroyed by the media. They get picked apart. Yeah. He, yeah, he is doing okay. But I personally worry about his ceiling.
2: Something personally that has been bothering me about this, these candidates, um, is looking at the three older men, mm-hmm. Mike Bloomberg, Bernie Sanders, and Joe Biden, they're all fucking like 78 years old. They
1: are old. We want I president going to be two terms,
2: and they're going to be 86. Just statistically, like they, the, the likelihood that they will not be cognizant by the end of their second term is very I, likely, and it scares the shit Bernie's out of me. Bernie's
1: VP choice is going to be one of the most consequential decisions totally. his campaign 100%. makes by far, because it's... Anyone, anyone who's a 78-year-old man, there is a likelihood that they would not be able to serve two terms mm-hmm. as president of the United are States. Are the ones who
2: just had a heart attack. Are we,
1: yes. Yeah, are we in favor of him releasing his medical records? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I guess my thing is I feel, I kind of agree with the idea that he has already released like three letters from doctors and I don't know what. But that's what Trump did. Yeah, but like, what other records do you like? The, what do people physical, mean? mean? I think like, they mean they like, mean like the his physical blood pressure, results.
2: his like.
1: I guess yeah, that is what they mean. They yeah. mean like the actual statistics. I of I think his, it would it would
2: it would help him if if
1: he's healthy. If he's healthy, yeah, if he's healthy. He's it not, does feel like the long form yeah. birth certificate. Not that it's the no, same as birth. It's not. it's not the same as birth rhythm, But what I'm saying is, like, I guess if like it's helpful to people to really release that, like. No, just I think be, it wouldn't like, be helpful. Otherwise, he would have released it. If he were if
3: he were like a 78-year-old man with a completely clean bill of health, he would have released it. I don't,
1: I don't think know. so. I think he's not doing it because he wants to stop being asked about it. And so he's like, yeah. if I keep releasing things, they're just going to keep, keep asking ask, me to release more keep, things. That's not they're they're going to keep asking He releases the thing
3: that he's expected to release that like Obama released. I think that they Maybe would stop asking him, but they might be like, oh, this is bad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I
3: don't know. I also feel like
1: it's like, are you, if he's the only one who's releasing. A full they medical record. Yeah, yeah. Like I, if Bernie Sanders does it, I feel like everyone should have oh, to do I it. I think they should all have to do it. I'm starting at that but point. I don't <laughs> think it makes sense for Bernie to for like as a can- for for his campaign. I don't think it makes sense for him to be like, I'm going to release this detailed medical record that says all this stuff that people are going to pick apart. But the other 78 year old candidates who are oh. on this stage aren't releasing that information. So only I'm going to be the only candidate who's having my health scrutinized on that level. I
3: am to, I am to scru- here for scrutinizing. Every yes. single one of them,
1: honestly. If they all like, I understand it would. I think it would be crazier if like they all released it and Bernie was like withholding it. But I kind of understand the idea of being like, I'm not going to give that level of information. That I'm the only candidate who's giving that detailed well, He report. is the only
3: candidate who had a heart attack three months ago. So that's oh, also yeah. true. That's like that is a question. Like, what was the, you know? Is it a one time thing? Like yes. What's going on? Like,
1: what is the status? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah and Bloomberg too just and Biden just because they're just because they didn't have a heart attack
1: doesn't mean they're not the same age mm-hmm. yeah but I feel like I, I my guess would be that the reason he's not doing that is because he's feeling he feels like it's going to open his health up to this like even higher level of criticism because now everyone's going to have his blood pressure and there's going to be like a million like doctors on Twitter being like well actually he's dying tomorrow <laughs> so, like,
3: I mean think about what Hillary Clinton got for like having a cough yeah. And I just think that He is not being really Held to the same standard As oh, totally. we've held yeah. Other people to And we want Trump To release mm. everything About him We criticized him For releasing a letter His letter was like Written by a kindergartner yeah, like, <laughs> I mean but We still don't know Why he
2: was rushed To the hospital Inexplicably A yeah. so, like, few months ago I, I
3: feel like I need, I am equally Entitled to know About every single One of them And <laughs> yes. like,
1: and what is the health of our the biggest leader in the country? I would definitely agree that all of them should release it, but I understand Bernie Sanders not being not being like I'm gonna be the only one who releases this mm-hmm. amount of information, even though he is the only one that has had a heart attack. Yeah. I like understand where yeah. that decision so is coming from.
2: On the same page, I do have high cholesterol. Okay. It's okay. okay. Well,
1: disqualifying. <laughs> I have chronic incurable dry eye. so. Do I have think of something? Yeah, yeah Sammy, what are you, what's your disease? What are you hiding, you like Sammy? Generalized anxiety disorder. <laughs> <laughs> are
6: you? Severe. I don't
3: know if it's severe. I'm just editorializing
2: that yeah. it's severe.
6: because <laughs> It feels severe to me.
2: Should we go through this other stuff quickly? Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: because there is actually other news and yeah. other stuff that has happened. So Donald Trump uh, gave the rule a bunch of, law of done. Just yeah, heard. rule of law is done. Um, Donald Trump gave a bunch of pardons and commutations out this week um, to some very fine figures. Yeah, to some very amazing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich, who was once on Celebrity Apprentice mm-hmm. uh, and was convicted for trying to sell Barack Obama's Senate
2: seat. Crazy hair.
1: Crazy hair. Um, Rod now says that he is a Democrat, but that he calls himself a Trumpocrat, and that he will vote for Trump. So that's great. That is the term that they're going to use in the history books. Um, financier Mike Milken, who's known as the junk bond king and was the inspiration for Gordon Gecko's character in Wall Street. Oh, so National hero. Yeah, so glad we got him out. Former NYPD commissioner Bernard Carrick. Who pled guilty to tax fraud and other charges? Um, he stole from 9/11 first responders to bankroll his mistress. He's personally friends with Rudy Giuliani, wow. so that's where that came cool. from. Former San Francisco 49ers owner Edward DeBartolo Jr., who was con- convicted of gambling fraud.
2: He felt bad they lost the Super Bowl. Um,
1: yeah, uh, Judith Negron was a convicted health was convicted of healthcare fraud for orchestrating a 200 million dollar medicare fraud scheme and then he did also pardon two women tinese nicole hall and crystal muñoz i think one of those was a pardon and one of those was a commutation who had served like very long sentences for minor roles in drug distribution cases so he threw in two that were actually right kim kardashian's
2: influence guys it's
1: funny that as you're reading this list and the
3: things that these people were in jail for or whatever crimes they committed it's it's like a projection of the crimes he has committed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, okay, tr- trying to profit from a Senate seat. Okay, he bought his presidency or he is trying. He let Russia buy him his presidency. Yes. Okay, he uh, pioneered junk bonds. Okay, that's like another thing that you're selling that's fraudulent. Trump- yeah. like, <laughs> uh, tax fraud. Okay, we all have read the New York yeah. Times yeah. article. Yeah, uh, Gambling fraud. He bankrupted all his casinos. Mm-hmm. 200 million healthcare fraud
1: scheme. He's hel- his yeah. entire candidacy yeah. is a healthcare his- fraud scheme because <laughs> yeah. he is pretending that he's going to protect Medicare and Medicaid when he actually proposes budgets that cut it. So, so. he's trying
2: to pardon himself. And, and yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he had a minor role in some du- drug distribution. I
1: literally just had an image in my mind of Donald Trump in a, like laying back in a therapist's office and the therapist being like, "Donald, have you ever considered that the person you're really trying to pardon is, is you?" you? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for taking my and making it like a real joke. I I turned it into a sketch, he's crying. Yeah. 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 That's what I that's what I'm seeing here. Yes. I'm like I'm a therapist, I'm checking on (laughs) (laughs) I never thought about it like that before. He's healed, (laughs) he's fixed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Are you just mad
1: about all bad, Yeah.
2: It's also another story came out of the Daily Beast where lawyers for Julian Assange, uh, the founder of WikiLeaks, claimed Trump offered him a pardon if he agreed to deny Russia played any role in the DNC hack. Um, so that is crazy. Apparently, uh, former U.S. Congressman Dana Rohrabacher offered Assange pardon on behalf of Trump in exchange for denying Their involvement, uh, the Russians' involvement in the DNC email hack, um, email leak. Um, The White House and the congressman have denied this A court, but you would, you know? Yeah. Um, This is
3: like the 55th smoking gun. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's crazy. It's
2: crazy. Um,
3: It's all wild. uh, But it does recall the quote from Kevin McCarthy that he thinks there are two people that Putin pays, Rohrabacher and Trump. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect.
2: Oh God
1: Um Trump also named uh Richard Grinnell to, as acting director of or as acting director of National Intelligence. Uh, he's currently the ambassador to Germany. He's actually unpopular even among Republicans because um he's like a Breitbart. Fox uh mm. right wing Uh person he's been likened to a Far right colonial officer oh God <laughs> which just doesn't sound Great right. phase those out in like the 40s <laughs> Um and said he wants to empower Europe's right wing um Oh at, And which is interesting Because he's the ambassador To Germany And literally this morning There was uh, A shooting At two Hookah bars In Germany By someone Who left a right Far right manifesto So that's really interesting Um Where It's just interesting To want to empower that um, Yeah <laughs> Try
3: to Give some energy that I way I mean especially knowing That the rise of The far right Is actually an
1: issue In Europe then. Yeah mm-hmm. And the fact that The NATO alliance Is like eh,
3: yeah, dead, it's like, as someone uh, macron
1: said i think yeah it's just kind of disturbing because there's actually been like a number of in far right like violent incidents in germany this thing that happened at the hookah bar just being like the most recent so kind of disturbing that that's who we have in that position but he's not there anymore because now he's the acting director <laughs> of national intelligence Fab. and he doesn't need to be confirmed by the senate um and he is nominated to serve permanently and it is actually, interestingly enough, the DNI who plays a role in how whistleblower complaints are addressed. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. I'm glad we have the far right colonial officer in charge of the whistleblower yeah. yeah. complaints. Yeah. yeah, so that's good. Well, and, you know, yeah.
2: the, the guy who, the director of national intelligence, uh, tends to have intelligence experience. Mm-hmm. Um, the five previous DNIs who have held the position since it was created after 9 11 each had decades of security experience by the time they had reached the role um, so there's that uh, like he, he he likes to give people jobs that they're not qualified for because he himself is not qualified for the Again. job. You when he has. you're trying
3: to hire someone unqualified you're really you're trying, trying to hire, hire yourself. I <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, oh God! If, yeah. Imagine if Donald Trump went to therapy one time. <laughs> like, like, yeah, we'll nev- yeah, it will um, never happen. It, it it's does, too it, much.
2: They say that therapy doesn't work for sociopathic narcissists.
1: Oh, for
3: malignant narcissists. Yeah, he that's really. Too bad. This is the re- that's really the name of the disorder. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wish that we had been saying it from the very beginning. Yeah, malignant. But malignant narcissism. narcissism. It's like incurable. Terrible okay. malignant narcissism Yes <laughs> it's not like, like, like
1: my dry ass but,
3: <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't Here's the thing It doesn't kill you But just When You know Like people who study Malignant narcissists Is that like The more power they get The more they deteriorate Because they like Don't have anything To like
6: reach mm-hmm. for And
3: yeah. they, they can do Whatever they want And they
1: are so frustrated And have to just Keep acting out So yes. I think we're seeing that Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, I think we've talked a lot about his decline. Here's one question I have before we get into one more thing. Yes. Because a lot of people last night were like, I'd love to see Elizabeth Warren on a debate stage with Trump. No, there's no debate he's, stage. N- the exa- that's what I'm getting at. Do we think he's going to debate? No. I don't I've been know. Saying was, I, I have not thought he was going to debate for like s- six
3: to 12 months at this point. There's I really no don't way. think he's going to.
2: I think Literally, he might.
3: I think the only person he would debate would be Bloomberg.
2: Because
3: he knows deep down That he's poorer than Bloomberg So he sees him as an equal Or like more of an equal And he thinks that he He also I think would appreciate The fact that he would appear Taller than him on TV Because he keeps talking about like yeah. Bloomberg standing on the box Or uh, some see, shit
2: See my reason I think, I think that he may Because you know Two reasons He The person whoever He is supposed to debate Could then be like Oh he's scared of me Like Donald That's Trump is scared, true, he's, yeah. scared to, he's scared to debate me um, and also, he loves being on television. He loves attention and he loves ratings.
1: That is also true. If he does it, he's doing one.
2: Yes. If he does and then it, he's and then doing one. And then it's gonna botch, and then he'd be like, "Fuck it, I already did it."
1: Yeah, well, and he's and then he'll be like, "And that one was corrupt, and they gave him the questions, yeah. or whatever." I also he's think like, I don't even remember. I did so much Adderall beforehand. <laughs> I can. I have no concept of what even happened.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I also think it depends on the status of his like mental. Depl- yeah like I don't think we have a really clear picture of what his actual like mental state is really like because they trot him out for like 2 minutes at a time and he says some things mm. and it's unclear but I actually there's a lot that you know dementia can really work its way in 6 months and I don't know like it depends Where he'll be. they might his Ivanka might be like dad not a good idea
1: Yeah. Like, yeah
3: I mean my my thought about like, why he wouldn't to. debate
1: is that I'm the, the people now. around him are like He can't,
3: he cannot do it. But I could see him being like, I don't need to debate. I'm your dictator.
1: I think I, I, I feel like his play, I feel like his playbook would be to be like, all of the, all of them are corrupt. We can't trust the debate. It's the playbook that he's going to unveil if he loses the election, which Mm is like, actually no. I'm
3: glad that will he leave conversation has finally become mainstream. The, that's the thing
1: that we, we talk about what keeps me up at night That's the thing that okay, keeps me up at night
3: We've been talking about this for two years Like now we're fine The media's finally
1: catching up with it of like oh by the way he also might not Yeah Willingly go <laughs> Yeah Right <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's another thing that I'm like this I, I feel like for certain he's gonna if, if he loses I just I don't The man that we have come to know Is not gonna be like Oh I lost Okay, bye. I'm hopefully other powers that be will step in at that point and be like, "You have to admit that you lost." That's my hope is what's going to happen. But if I mean, no one, we'll no one stopped him from doing anything so far. So
3: yeah, we'll yeah, exactly, exactly. Which brings us to one more thing. <laughs> yes. um, so, longtime Trump ally and associate Roger Stone was sentenced to three years and four months in prison today by Judge Amy Berman Jackson. Who he formerly targeted on Instagram mm-hmm. with uh, crosshairs? Yes, I remember that. She's you know not happy. Um, he was the reason he was being sentenced for is that last year he was convicted on seven charges of obstruction, lying to Congress, and witness tampering. The reason that this sentencing was particularly controversial was because last week the Justice Department. Overruled the prosecutors Sentencing recommendation They had recommended Seven to nine years For these seven felonies Mm -hmm. um, And the Justice Department Ruled by Bill Barr Overruled that sentencing Guideline And said that it was too um, It was too strict even though seven to t- seven to nine years is within the normal um, recommendations, it's just a little bit on the high end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and this is after Trump had tweeted about it,
3: yes, as this, well. Yes, this came after Trump had tweeted to the to the DOJ to lower the sentence. Bill Barr did it, and then the four prosecutors all
1: resigned because they were like. Thought we that. can't be part of this Yeah um, Now like 2,000 prosecutors Have signed a letter Saying that Bill Barr Should resign mm-hmm. Yeah there, there was apparently
3: An emergency meeting Of like former And current federal
1: judges Where they're trying
3: To figure out what to do About the rule of law I think they met like yesterday And they're still gonna let us Know what they think Oh my god
1: I'm like imagining them Like um, like Voldemort With the, the dark mark Like one of them touches Like a gavel That's tattooed On their arm And then it burns On all of them And they're like There's a meeting Of all the judges <laughs>
3: Yes <Yeah. laughs> Yes. Um, so yeah, that is the situation there. Stone is is Trump one of Trump's like OGs. Like yes. let's just that's the only
1: word. He's an OG. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Get Me Roger Stone on Netflix, watch yeah. that documentary. The amount of understand. shit
2: he's had his fucking gross ass fingers in. Oh.
1: Him and
3: Barr mm-hmm. are both.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like They're,
3: all but, over scandals galore
1: from yeah. the past like four decades. Yes. Mm-hmm. I Any mean, longer. Roger Stone longer. has a full. Tattoo of Richard Nixon. Mm -hmm. So he loves Dick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Sorry. He doesn't laughs> stick.
3: why would you pick the president that like resigned in disgrace as your
1: tattoo I he, think he
2: worked for Nixon didn't he? he did yeah. that's where you
1: got to start and, he and like, he's obsessed with the fact that he was involved in Watergate and he like sees it as a point of pride he
2: was also like obsessed with Nixon before the whole Watergate scandal happens it's really he's like
1: Ro- he's Roy Cohn's little protege it's, crazy. Yeah,
2: it's know, crazy I was gonna
3: leave this off the judge said that Mr. Stone is an insecure person who craves and recklessly pursues attention Sure. That sounds right. Yeah. With yeah. what you guys just said. Yeah.
2: All right. Is that it?
3: <laughs> I think that's it. Yes. Listen to our Molly Jong Fast episode. Mm-hmm. It's the one right before this in your feed. Sign up for the newsletter, yep. Elise. Elise, we
1: have we have you here. To yep. per- yeah, guys. Sign up for the newsletter. <laughs> I write it every day. I slave over it. I actually think it's pretty funny. We it just is. got We just revamped our look of the newsletter to make it more screenshotable, yeah. fun stuff. If Easy fonts. If you mm-hmm. screenshot it and tag us, a lot of times we'll repost. I'll definitely repost. So sign up for the newsletter, guys. Betches.co yeah. slash up.
2: Did y'all realize that there's another debate on Tuesday?
1: It's insane. That's too soon. That's okay. too have no, no one's recovered. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not ready. Um, That's okay. less than a week. That's <laughs> okay. crazy. Well, uh, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbine. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And this is the Betches SUP Podcast.
0: The Betches SUP Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. The SUP is created by Sammy Fishbein. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to SUP at Betches.com. Betches.